Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Um, well, at this, uh, another day passes, um, and... Each of you is uh, starting to sort of wonder what you're going to be doing next. Uh, and as you start to kind of get up enough nerve to, to ask everyone, well, what, what is it that we should be doing? What should we be focusing on now? Um, someone comes uh, in the bar and, and uh, dusts the snow off of their, their hat um, and says, ah, uh, sorry, folks, uh, but um, there's, there's someone at the, the East Gate. Uh, that's asking for. Well, they're asking for the family. What do What do they look like? Oh, they're on a big horse, and they uh, got a, a really dark brown like cloak on, and and uh, yeah, they uh, they just came out of the woods to the east, and and I, I watched them right up, and I mean it's snowing outside, and then you know. Not good travel. You're weather, being incredibly not. unhelpful. What else oh. do you think you could tell me? Ah, uh, well, uh, the, the horse name uh, was 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 Jack. I think. I think I heard him say that. Oh, so it's, it's a him? Yeah, 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 yeah. It sounded like a him. He's got a kind of funny accent though, or something. What sort of accent? Oh, he's like uh, he's. I don't know. He's. Uh, Sounded like he's uh, from kind of kind of far west. What's west of us? Uh, like everything. <laughs> yeah, you guys are kind of on the east side of things. Um, okay. Yeah, like far west is, um, uh, I mean, like Fidero or Gaholnia or Wigmoles. Um, Wigmoles. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we all have to stay together, right, you guys? Remember, that's the rule. Together. Wait, wait, wait. Excuse me, sir. Does he look like... Wait, is this a man we're talking to? Yeah. Does he look like he was, like, raised from the dead by a divine being for vengeance? That's a really good question, Burbage. Ah. No? All right, I say we go talk to him. Does he have weapons or armor on? Oh yeah, also a good question. Does he? Uh, he had a he had a bow strapped to his uh, horse. I saw. Yeah. Okay, so I say we go talk to him, but first we shoot him, <laughs> and then we talk. Adine's picking up her bow and so stretching it out a little. I was gonna say, Adine, if perhaps you could cover us from a rooftop and. Please don't shoot them on anyone's orders but mine or if they're outright hostile. Don't listen. Charity doesn't know what he's talking about. He's still really hurt from when he died. Because remember, he died. So if I say shoot, shoot. Okay, bringer. Okay. Step outside. So what do the rest of you want to do? I'll head that way. I'm going with the group, you know. I'm not letting Burbage or Charity get in front of me. Like, I'm actively shielding them while we walk that way. <laughs> All right. Welcome to how we normally proceed towards any potential threat anyway. 
but I look more freaked out than normal. All right. Uh, so you head to the the east uh, gate here of this um, generally kind of makeshift wall that Charity had built a while ago. Uh, yeah, there you see a, a cloaked um, figure just kind of very quietly standing in the snow, uh, just about 10, 15 feet outside the, the gate. What do you want? I'm shouting. Uh, you hear a voice come from under the, the cloak. I'm looking for the family. Why? I think I got some answers that they might want. Do I recognize this voice? Because Lena doesn't, but... Uh, Stormbringer does not recognize the voice, though. Okay. Do I? Uh, None of you do, no. Okay. Well, one of you does. Which one of us? One of us does? Do I really, though? Uh, barely. Something about it sounds familiar to you. That's what I was, okay. That's more what it is. You don't, you can't put a face to the name or anything, or the, to the voice. And why would you be inclined to provide this information to the family? I've been hearing whispers and rumors Never talk about our prophecies. I just thought you wanna know, huh? Okay, Remy. <laughs> you know this person, Charity? <laughs> no. No, I don't. I am Charity of the family. What would you say to my family? Hey, don't go announcing that! Maybe we go somewhere and we talk. It's a little snowy out here. Maybe you stand right there and shout secrets at us, okay? (laughs) Shout secrets. Uh, He uncovers his hood, and underneath you see a a lizard folk, um, black scaled with with like a highlighted green on the very rims of some of the flaps around his his, uh, neck and mouth. He says, Some secrets need to be... Remain in the secrets, Sherry. Wow, really leaning into the Remy nickname here. Um, <laughs> What's um, your name, mister? Uh, they call me Absalon. They call you Hamster Lad? Hamster <laughs> <laughs> Lad. Hamster Lad, that is a ridiculous name. Hamster Lad. Uh... He he comes uh, a little bit closer to the to the the gates, uh, and he's like peers through them, and he goes, "Hakari, that you?" I just stare at him. Oh, this can only end well. I just look uh, at him, well, like looking uh, like confused and a little fierce, I guess. Look, ah. Uh, all my men, they they stay back in the forest, huh? I just how many in. men do you have? And are any of them attractive? That's not. I don't. <laughs> oh, I got about a hundred with me. Um, why? Look, we, I, I didn't want to threaten you. I just that's I, pretty threatening, dude. Why are you no, traveling no, with no, a small no. army? No, that's I. I'm a very important person, just saying. 
okay, totally. You're so important that we've never heard of you, and now you've shown up with a small army, and you have secrets to tell us. I mean, do you follow the court in Bovelia much? Because if you don't, you probably never heard of my name. The what and where? The court in Bovelia. Would I know anything about that, given that I now have access to most of Kalorin's memories? Uh, give me a history check. Fifteen? Uh, you've heard of the... the um, you've heard of a, a family of lizard folk that are lords uh, in... Um, in the city proper of Bovelia. Um, and this person, uh, th- their last name was Frey. Um, and this person might be uh, a- among them. Um, but that's kind of all you know. Will your men be content to remain outside the city? Oh, yeah, they're fine, they're fine. Just thought uh, we could talk just a little bit, huh? Perhaps somewhere a bit warmer. And would you care for a drink while we do so? Ah. I, I would love such a thing, yeah. That'd be great. Okay, but, like, you haven't really explained why you want to talk to us. Like, why would you... You don't know us. Why would you want to help us or tell us things or come all the way from Valeria? Well, Sheriff, the things I heard is... is right. I think you need a friend. I'm a pretty powerful friend, if you want. I rolled a seven for my insight check to see if I feel like he's being on the up and up. It's such a good insight check. Your Stormbringer, your suspicions are are just rough. You're having a hard time. But Charity, you feel... 18. There's just something really genuine about this person. That they seem seem just soft to you. They seem like they're, they're really quite legitimately friendly, especially since um, he noticed Takari. I'm going to gently put a hand on Stormbringer's arm. It can't hurt to hear what he says. I mean, it can. You died. Um, and I failed to protect you and Burbage. And, well, Burbage is still alive. But, like, I, I could... He's, he's a scaly man. And maybe he's not really a scaly man. You get what I'm saying? Oh, I think Hakari can prove I'm a scaly man. <gasps> Hakari, can you prove that? I'm Hikari, still just you... going to stare at him with like one eyebrow up. Like... Do you remember this person, Hakari? No. Fair enough. Should she? <laughs> but, I mean, I've lived for 3,700 years, so... My memory is a little. And you've been drinking for a lot of that time. Yeah. Okay, is this Hikari doesn't remember, or is this Darcy doesn't because we haven't played in three months? Um, this is both. Okay. <laughs> Darcy doesn't know, and Hikari doesn't remember. There it is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, like, Darcy, you get to decide if you remember most of your, let's say, encounters with gentlemen. Well, uh, I asked, and if you don't, okay. metagame, I asked about you this before and you said that it would be better if I didn't remember and you didn't explain anything to me, so. No, it's it's good either okay. way. It's, um, it's up to you, yeah. I guess, like, it's familiar. Like, I mean, the voice just, is yeah. familiar and, like, once he says that and I see him, like, 
he looks slightly familiar, but I wouldn't have like noticed him passing by if he hadn't said anything to me. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm going to sort of uh, say to Stormbringer, well, if he isn't in the primary thing that you're worried about, we'll find out pretty quickly if he's not actually a scaly man. What with the catching all the way on fire. What? Charity is still smiling charmingly at the lizard folk while he says this. Are you going to catch him on fire? I'll add to it. What fire? It's okay. And I'm just going to sort of pat Stormbringer on the shoulder. It's not okay. You've died. Why is nobody taking this seriously except me? I'm the only one who cares about your safety. Charity is going to sort of just hug Stormbringer for a second. It's okay. I trust you. Also, he's a lizard folk. I'm not... um, you must excuse me. I'm I'm not very familiar. Do you do particularly well in the cold? No, not not particularly well. No. Let's get him in front of a fire. I'd appreciate it. Yes, yeah, Stormbringer. We can't just keep everybody out of Cliff Mill, right? Let's let him in. Just one question before we let you in. Akari might know you're a scaly man, but I don't. So tell me, do the scales match the? Scales? <laughs> I mean... Ah, uh, I mean, some of them do, yeah. Alright, cool. Yeah, come on in, but keep your hundred-guy army out there. And and um, also, could you give me any weapons that you have? Let me... I'm just going to pat you down, and not in a weird way. But really, uh, Stormbringer lets you and me take all of his weapons. Is that cool with you, hamster lad? Oh, my name is Absalon. Absalon Frey. I keep hearing Hamster Lad because of what Gary said. It was really funny. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out later. Are you all right with us taking, like, anything potentially dangerous from you? Oh, yeah, that, that, that ain't all so bad, huh? Because if you've heard of us and you know that we're called the family and you have some information about prophecies and shit, then you know that we've been through a lot and have a lot of reason to be distrustful. So... Please allow my friend and I to take that and that, and if you just open that up, just so we can make sure you don't have yeah. any of those. Stormbringer's oh, going yeah. to try to take like literally everything except his clothes and search him incredibly thoroughly. That's fine. Yeah, he's letting you. He's taking off bags from his horse and he's unstrapping everything. And Burbage, you see him like pointing out, like, "Oh, now don't forget that other one, huh? Don't forget that one right there." That's a cool one, so, too. Thank you for cooperating. Oh, of course, yeah. I'm going to say to them, like, kind of, like, our group kind of quietly that, like, I don't remember him, remember him, but he's, you know, like, that he seems familiar, and I don't have any bad memories of him, so I think we can trust him. I mean, he's also now inside the range of the yeah. banishment spell, right? Yeah. So Yeah, but like even no matter right. what yeah. if he was Shenick, like he would be all the way fucking on fire. <laughs> right. hundred yeah. percent. But yeah. I mean, even if he just was like someone with bad intentions, like that doesn't that's not like coming up in my gut or anything. Right. Uh-huh. That yep. excellent. All right. Cool. Um so yeah, he, you take everything, Stormbringer, you pat him down. Um Give me an investigation check. Can I also give an investigation check since I was sort of helping with sure. that process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I got a six. I really hope we don't fight at all tonight because I can't roll for shit. <laughs> That's rolling great. Uh, your your suspicions yep. are just kind of making you miss a few things. Um, and Burbage, you're you're starting like this is a pretty good looking lizard man. Ooh. I mean, you're into that sort of thing, sure. which Burbage is, I'm sure. Yeah, I think so. All right. Um, yeah, and you you feel you got pretty much everything. Um, so if you kind of escort him back to the um, to the pub, um, he'll kind of on the way say like, "Now, Akari, there's no way you could forget Gaholnia, right? You remember me?" Uh, that. Yeah. I That's I do I a lot of drinking, so <laughs> might need, Oh no, uh, yeah. You you were drinking quite a lot. I just uh I didn't think you'd, you know, forget. <laughs> I just am still kind of staring at him like like just confusedly like trying to rack my brain. Yeah. All right. That's it. Uh, he he kind of comes inside. Um, Mosey's on up to the bar, and you hear Missy go, Oh, great. Now what can we... Oh, hello. And she jumps up on the bar, and she kind of, like, uh, leans casually against one of the, the poles, and, Oh, what could I do for you? Ah, <clears throat> uh, you gotta... I just want some good whiskey, you know. Just something to take... Take a little chill out of the air, huh? You got anything like that? And she says, oh, yeah, I, I, have, uh, I have a couple things like that. Uh, Wilfa. Uh, and she kind of jumps back and um, Burbage, you're closest to her. You can hear her say like, sorry, you just know my thing for lizard men. Huh? Um, and then she hops back into the kitchen. Yeah, Burbage is before she goes, he's going to take her arm and say, easy, missy. Burbage saw him first. I'll fight you. I'm a mayor now. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. I've murdered a mayor before. I'll do it again. Jesus Christ. She just kind of smiles like somewhat intensely at you and then disappears in the kitchen. I'd like to point out you're the second heaviest drinker in the party, so I'm not sure I'd antagonize the people serving the drinks. <laughs> so so and now Burbage is like wait she likes lizard folk now Burbage is trying to put pieces together uh, because and what are the pieces that Burbage might be putting together Andy uh, I mean you've met one other lizard folk before um, in, in, Diefield. in Diefield there was a, a guy who was running a shop who had a lisp um, and he was married to someone named Missy that he was running the shop and waiting for. Oh, yeah. I forget if Burbage... Oh, sh- I forget if Burbage was around him when he <laughs> brought up Missy. Uh, so, unfortunately, this might <laughs> remain yeah, a mystery. I, Unless somebody possible. else makes the connection. Yeah, Charity might as well, since Charity heard that lizard folk talk about that. Yeah. And I would say based on that reaction, and I'm going to go with like the passive 16 on insight. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, huh. 
Yeah. Uh, as as I'm walking over this way, because I think the fire is sort of down in this southern yeah. corner of the room. Um, Charity uh-huh. is going to sort of with his head gently motion if some of the others in the area might be willing to move away. Yes. And they immediately do that. Um, he sits down in kind of a large comfy chair and uh, he looks over at you, Hikari, and he sort of pats the chair next to him. Okay, I'll bite. I'll go sit down. Wait. <laughs> I'll bite means something very specific coming from Hikari. <laughs> I just smile. Especially when used on law enforcement. <laughs> um, so I'm just standing directly in between him and Charity. He had introduced himself as Absalon and had never, like, given his full name, correct? Right. So far, yeah. So, so and I had, and I was familiar with there is a family of lords in Bavalia that were lizard folk. The no, first. he didn't give his full name because, what's his face? Burbage called him hamster whatever. Oh, right, right, right. So right. he was like, no, I'm Absalon Frey. Okay. So I'm going to sort of sitting in the chair be like so Lord Frey what secrets might you have for us well I got a couple questions along with them some of them secrets oh I you, see how this is you call yourself the family yeah we do some uh not as many people would uh, like it when I tell you what I'm about to tell you but you have been the focus of several prophecies that, uh, that some of my folk have been uh, hearing, listening to. I'm just wondering, what exactly make you all so special now? Why is it that the gods is talking about you? So I had a good feeling about him, right, with that 18 insight. Yes, uh-huh. like he seems genuinely helpful. She seems, you know, positive. Oh, friendly is the thing that you got the most. Yeah, that he very, he just has kind eyes when he's looking toward all of you, and um, his his demeanor feels softer, and he's not on, he doesn't feel on edge at all. Yeah, I'm just gonna sort of point to Burbage, thief extraordinaire, deadly in the fight point to Hikari. Deadly in a fight. Deadly in a fight. Reason I'm alive again. Point to Stormbringer. Do I really need to explain? No, I get that one. Yeah, you better. What about you, huh? What makes you special? So, you can go off of this insight it could either go off of an old insight check or I could make another one. Do I feel like if there was something to impress him, he might be more forthcoming or we might be able to sort of skip through some of this sort of not even verbal fencing, Um, but you know, the dance from what you've gotten so far, um, you feel not necessarily, he's not looking for something to impress him. He's like legitimately curious why he keeps hearing about you guys. Okay. So Charity is feeling a little more what the hell in certain ways since he came back. Yeah. Um, Charity, me? 
Um, there is now a ten foot tall angel in front of him. <sighs> as I have entered my battle mode. Gotcha. Incidentally, as I'm looking at him with true sight, is he actually a lizard person? <laughs> he is, yeah. Yep. He then starts to kind of speak in like a low, very soothing language that none of the rest of you understand. But Charity, um, it's celestial that he's speaking in. And he says, So there's a lot more to you than seems to meet the eye. Angel will shrug while also very clearly looking around for a chair big enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, and Burbage, you sort of look around the whole room and everyone else just looks like terrified of this gigantic angel and they're just sort of frozen in fear. This guy seems genuinely just cool and interested in this. Yeah. And we're so used to it that like, I feel like Burbage yeah. barely even registers that everyone else is freaked out. Burbage would yeah. note, though, that, like, he's gotten used to this, so, like, <clears throat> once he saw that maybe Charity was about to turn into the angel, like, he would have maybe, like, made sure nothing, like, no drinks fell over or that the chair didn't fall back, like, things like that. And since he's bigger <laughs> now, like, if there's a bigger chair that Burbage could, like, point out for somebody to get, he'll help with that process. <laughs> Well, yeah, one of the witches comes over and gives you a second chair. Now, Charity, and just smashes it up against the other one. The angel will sort of bow to her and then scrunch down. Yeah, she'll scurry away. Uh, he says then in common again. Y'all is fairly powerful. I get that. And I saw the ice spy on the way into town. But uh, these are still impressive things for mortals. What I'm hearing is something on a different level. Well, maybe, Lord Absalom, if you were to tell us what these prophecies are, we might be able to do a better job of hazarding a guess as to why we're the focus of them. See, prophecies don't work exactly like a he says, she said. You know what I'm saying? They say that they're more of a feeling and they're more of a, like a, imagine, imagine praying in a painting. Know what I'm saying? I don't. Please elaborate. There are some folk who believe that there's a God looking to come into this world. There are rumors and signs along the way pointing to that fact. And as scary as that is, I'm also hearing a name I keep hearing from some of the common folk. The family. And I'm just wondering what them two things have in common. So we had reviewed. I assume that in the week that I was sort of recovering, we were able to share the notes that we'd had and received and et cetera. 
Certainly, yes. So, at the mention of a god trying to come to this world, parts of the wings are going to sort of catch a little bit more on fire. <laughs> okay. And the and the angel is now visibly scowling. Yeah, and Burbage would be thinking of A Brief History of Federa Volume 2, and he might narrow his eyes and squint. Um, Gods can only come down. Only souls can lift them up again. That is some poetry that you speak, uh, Mr. Kemp. Where did you hear it? Because I heard it when I was young, written on the walls of my monastery. Well, I read it in a book. It's a chapter about Jude Willoughby. He was a high priest in Federo. Ah. Have you gotten to that part yet, Charity? <laughs> gotten any reading done? <laughs> I just... I... The angel is... The angel is nodding. Yeah. And I have, yeah, for, for, for all cards on the table, everybody, yeah, like we have the these all these awesome documents in Roll20 that like Andy has, has written um, as like world building. And so I'm looking at that. Uh, uh, I can read Jude Willoughby yeah. really quick. Um, yeah, it says the chapter on Jude Willoughby um, basically says... Uh, one of the most beloved high priests in the past century, Jude was found out to be a Rakshasa. Uh, upon his capture and revelation, he spouted what seemed like gibberish upon the executioner's block. Snippets of this speech have been saved. And here are the snippets. One, the fates have split with her. Two, they've taken advantage of her lowering. Three, the bowls, the spoons, and eating their words, those that do not burn. Four, gods can only come down, only swords can lift them up again. Five, whispers in the dark make a booming voice when combined. They look for what they know not. And six, the last game is being set. Those are the only surviving snippets of that speech. And then he was killed. So when Burbage said the name Jude Willoughby, is there any reaction from Absalon? Yeah, he absolutely recognizes the name. Um, and he, he says, There's some of us that believe, uh, well, Jude Willoughby or whoever he really was, knew a lot more than he was let on. He came to this world from somewhere else. Somewhere where maybe information was passed a little easier. Know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And the god that is entering our world, would it happen to be Rin? See, here's a problem with that. Rin has come to that world before. When a god come to this world, and a god leave this world, that god ain't quite as powerful when it go back. Gonna be a long time before Rin can come back. Long, long time. 
Right, Ren already came. And I know about that because... And I pull out Bright Fang. And all the lights go out. Nice. All right. Missy's used to this, so she, she starts lighting them again slowly <laughs> around the room. <laughs> that's a, And that's a correct connection, right? I'm recalling that right? That, uh, yes. The story of Bright Fang was about Rin coming to this halfling village. Or yes. And, yeah. And yeah. the halfling gave her a tooth of an ancient uh, white dragon, and she formed it into the sword. Yep. And now Burbage has it. That's pretty cool. You'll look back and Charity is now sprawled sort of comfortably across the two chairs. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you've noticed this some over mainly the last week. Charity often seems far more relaxed than he used to. Um, and you all would have first seen it actually after he had first gotten his memory back um, when there was the sort of drinking party in the ship and he actually drank and just sort of sat around and sprawled around and laughed and enjoyed the music and dancing. And he is very much that sort of sprawled out look. Or would it be Beha, bitch? Uh, what now? Yeah, Beha, bitch is his nickname for Behelet, which is a... Can we not say her name? Maybe... Right, bear bitch. Fine. Okay, bear bitch is sort of this divine extra planar being that uh, Charity here has sort of a complicated history with. Not that they didn't date, although I, well, I don't know. Did you date? Was it a dating thing? Or was it more of a <laughs> sort of a servant thing? Was it, you were a warlock. Charity used to be a warlock. Now he's a sorcerer. How about that? Huh? Charity is just staring fixedly at Burbage with a slightly pained expression. <laughs> really? Really putting a strain on your your newly relaxed demeanor? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this is more Charity's old demeanor preventing you from being slapped upside the head by, like, extra planar force. <laughs> Good, thank you. I am mm. acquainted with her. I have not always been charity of the family. Yeah. I'm starting to put the pieces together myself here. That God that you speak of, that's certainly one of them that's a possibility. Sid Ballet been gaining power recently. Temple's been cropping up all over the place and I hear she making some deals. Since everything that seems to work for her is a demon, not implausible. That's interesting. Uh, and he kind of scoots in his chair and is now almost entirely facing you, Hakari. Uh, and he says, Gotta admit, yeah, last time we met, I was taken by you for more than the surface level reasons. See, I've been reading up on you, Hakari. Why do you think your God don't let you die? <laughs> 
because that god hates me? See, I wonder if that's the case. Or I wonder if you meant to stick around just a little bit longer for some. Now, what about you, big one? What? Seems like all these others got a connection here to some otherworldly thing. Why are you part of this? Um, because this is my family, and I'm going to protect them, and I'm going to be vigilant constantly and keep them safe from now on. Maybe you lack an anchor to this world, huh? Don't let these people stray too far. Be um, that rock that they can always stand on. They don't stand on me. Well, Burbage kind of does sometimes, but not usually standing on me. It's usually like I'm carrying him. Okay, I see. This one's really literal. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me wrong, big one. I'm down with that. Huh. Well, I think I made up my mind. Y'all have the the relationship of one Absalom Frey at your service. Now, maybe the maybe the king ain't exactly gonna listen to me, but if y'all come to Bovelia, perhaps we could all persuade him to to do a little something. What is it y'all is want to do next? How can uh, how can old Absalom help you? I mean, I think all we want to do next is keep Charity and Burbage and Hikari alive forever. That's all we want to do next. Yep. Well, maybe not forever. I guess Hikari doesn't want to live forever anymore. But for a while. That's admirable. But I'm just a little worried. See if a guy come back to this world. I don't think even you and your axe are going to be able to stop it. I don't think I'm going to help your friends. I mean, I haven't tried, but also, I mean, you're probably right. I failed last time. I failed last time and Charity died. Oh, Sherry. Sherry, to tear up. <laughs> Sherry, I've been dead ten times already. It ain't that bad. Stormbringer. You would have failed if I was dead. I am clearly quite alive. But you were dead. Did you help uh, bring him back? Yeah. See? You're an anchor. Your friends ain't going nowhere as long as you're around. They don't usually ever throw me in the water. We did that to oh, meet this right. one. That was um, on me. I forgot that. And I think he almost drowned. Yeah, okay. Sure. Just saying. <laughs> uh, you are a Goliath. That's about yeah. as literal as I, I get. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Goliath. You are strong. But he just said I can't fight a god who's gonna come hurt you. Well... Let's hope it don't come to that, huh? What if y'all could prevent it? 
Hikari is supposed to be casting a spell that's going to make it so only good things happen. <laughs> is that so, Hikari? I start looking around like my eyes start darting around like really nervously. <laughs> Charity, Charity is <laughs> shaking his head at, at Absalom. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, okay, yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we want to be prepared for whatever happens with Behebitch. Beha- is that what we're calling her? Uh, yeah, we want that. We don't want to die. We want to keep each other alive. Looking kind of at Stormbringer. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely important. Uh, also, we I guess we still maybe want to figure out the Fire Blight. Stop that from oh, happening. I don't care about that. Yeah, it's, it's sort of become kind of a side quest. Wouldn't want to lose it completely, but let's just keep track of that and then also um we do if possible we'd love to bring our friend Vimaris back by melting yeah. the spire with with hellfire so i'd yeah. say those are the three main things wait uh, wait i'm sorry what was the last one then you said oh allow me to demonstrate and burbage will prepare a ch- a long island iced charity <laughs> and then a hikari yeah uh, i'm with you i'm with you so far and then he'll set the the Hikari, what's the name of her drink? Oh yeah, the old 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 fashioned on fire. <laughs> and that'll uh, so you see that is sort of what Hellfire is. Did that make sense? It's like fire. <laughs> I think it's Milky Fire, maybe. Milky Fire. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Be, I'm going to take one of the ice cubes from the Vimaris drink and just. Summon a bit of flame into my hand as it melts. That might be a more apt metaphor. See, I see what you're doing there, but where that, where that Vimaris you're talking about? Did you see the largish spire on the way in? Of course I did, yeah. He's about ten feet from the top. And at this, he kind of stands up and he starts to kind of pace a little bit. That don't make sense. What don't make sense? The prophecies about the family. They they included him. Shocker. So if he's gone, if he if he just frozen up there and dead, you already done what you were supposed to do. That ain't that ain't sound right. What do you mean? What were we supposed to do? See, I don't know. I was hoping you could tell me. That was what you're you very confusing. You said that you would tell us stuff. Yeah, that's why we you let you in here. <laughs> you were going to give us information. You're just making listen, us more confused. Listen, yeah. listen, little guy. I'm telling you, the gods is watching you. The gods is talking about you. I might even go so far as to say one of them's a bit scared of you. Which one? Well, I believe talking to you now, it's Bellet. Yeah. Now why is the guy gonna be scared of you? Cause we're gonna fuck her shit up. God help me, I like you. I like you a lot. Wait, wait, Charity, you said and Stormbringer, you said also that 
Apparently, Behelet can't see or couldn't see where you were, Charity, or where we were at particular times. Usually, she's able to, but then there were some times that she couldn't. She couldn't track where we were with her weird godlike powers. Is that significant? Uh, ever since, um, well, it happened when you guys went to the caves where the gnolls were. And then ever since Vimeris got put in the ice. Right. Basically and so, those two times. And so the figure of the charity. And so it's ongoing. Yes, it now. seems to be at least up until this present moment. And so the figure that Charity like talked that was at the mouth of Behelet or whatever voice, the voice of Behelet. I'm thinking mouth of Sauron. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the patience of Behelet was asking Stormbringer also, like, why yeah. can't she see you? And so yes, so yeah, that seems like maybe a part of the reason why she might be scared of us. It's because we've got some kind of cloaking mechanism or something. You know what I mean? Charity's... So, also... So, correct me if... Or I just want to verify something with you, Andy. Yes, please. When I broke my pact with yeah. the helot and then regained my powers... Or and then rather gained sorcerer's powers. At the time, I feel like you said something along the lines of it didn't so much feel like I was gaining something as regaining something that was always there and felt like it had been sealed. Yes, exactly. And I also... I remember one of the two memories I took from the waterfall was being delivered to Behelet or Behelet-ish, Behelet proximate. And there was a comment that was something along the lines of he must be like made clean or like, you know, made blank or something. Yes. I'm going to sort of look at that and like, and look at uh, Absalom. I don't know. I don't have all the answers, but I also wonder if it has something to do with this. And again, I know this isn't really a spell, but I'm going to let my flames dance on my hand. And they're obviously silver. Yeah. I don't think Behilit liked this. Hmm. That's interesting. Bella didn't give you that. You had that already. And then I can, I was going to also confirm with that, like in the memory of uh, murdering Hakari, but also just generally through my memories of being Kalarin, I remember having the silver flames, right? Or uh, no. The the one yeah you you've had yeah you had them at that point and, and it was the um, the hellfire was slightly different yeah because the hellfire yeah. like tinted it with black yes, no I yes, was just yes, making yes. sure that but but my flames when I wanted to I could manifest these silver flames that are now kind of my signature yeah. and be like yeah. yes 
from what I can remember, this is me. Behelet did not. Behelet granted me a white fire. Hmm. Well, seems like you were a bit of a thorn in her paw. Does she have paws? No, I'm sorry. She doesn't know. She doesn't have hands either. She's a being of immense power. Uh, You're a problem for her. You're a problem for that. Thank you. Thank you. A thorn in her side. That's no, that's not going to do it. Well, yeah, that was a thorn in her side. She has sides, but not hands. Everything has sides. Everything has sides, even metaphors. I feel like Absalon and Charity are both like palm up, gesturing at Stormbringer. Like, see, this this is what happens. And you say uh, you're hidden from her. She can't see you. That true? Um, Well, her creepy people have told us that. I don't know if it's still true. They kind of might have killed me and taken my blood. Oh, that ain't good. I'm going to pet my remaining horn. They tried to take this (laughs) one, too. Wait, did they successfully get some of... Because Shenick didn't escape with Charity's horn, right? No, he seemed to have been wrapping that up to send that somewhere. Yeah. Uh, And in his note... um, from Cliff Mill. Um, you want me to read that one? Or, or actually, you can read it because you can do the Shenick voice. <laughs> yeah, I'll read that real quick. Uh, as I have promised, Charity and his blood have been acquired. As proof, I offer you the other horn to the kind mother. The others are dispatched. I've killed the bitch who cast Hollow, so within a week I will do what I can with Vermeris. The city is falling to me, and I have already begun preparations below. The servants you sent have already begun to set the scene for the process. There is nothing more your other servants could do. I have proven myself, have I not? I expect the kind mother to give me the moniker at any moment. But I would request that of charity instead of mercy. And once I am hers, as I promised, we will begin with her last missive. I also expect her to reconsider her vessel now. Now I shall bathe in the weight glory. Do as you will. Shenick, soon to be the charity of Behelet. From Cliff Mill, the broken place. So for all we know, Shenick was able to take like a vial of Charity's blood with him. Uh, yeah, and the the little stone altar that you found Charity on um, definitely had like pools of his blood um, kind of sitting in. Right, yeah. Okay. So all of a sudden, Hikari starts chuckling. Yeah. And she's like, okay, now I kind of remember Absalon. You're ticklish, aren't you? Very ticklish. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say I'm very ticklish, but it, yeah, you know the spots, girl. 
<laughs> I just wink at it. All right. I like that. <laughs> um, yeah, did you share any of that note with Absalom? Or is that just more remembering for yourself? I suspect I probably would have, yeah. Like, I would relay the contents of it to him. Okay. Um, he definitely is kind of taken aback uh, as he's looking it over. Um, and he said, oh, the only one God did I know that calls himself the kind mother. That's going to be valid. And I don't like this talk of a vessel. Okay. I don't mean to scan none of you, but I think we're getting into some big shit here. Y'all need to know and figure out what's going on. And I promise I'll help any way I can. Yeah, yeah, all right. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, Absalom. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Do you know anyone who who would know more about this? Anyone well, you can go to? Were... Anyone who figured this stuff out? <laughs> I was hoping that you might know more. Uh, do you know anything about the pale spiders, uh, the riddle machina, whispers in the night? I'm trying to remember, guys, any other weird mysteries that, we're, that are open-ended that we might try to solicit his his feedback on while he's here? Um, what those creatures are that like, like the creatures that just people just like can't remember them when they see them. Right, we've got that sort of yeah, that uh, sort of a a thing with a past. She did date her, so somebody named Roburn. She was us. really wonderful. Yeah, she was fantastic. She died too. Stonebrunny, you just described the Riddle Machin. <gasps> what? Roburn was a Riddle Machina. They're a group of beings that, if you see what they really look like. You ain't never gonna remember. Okay, that I is... remember what she really looked like, though. That—that's that, a huge <laughs> reveal. I had no idea. Did we know that? Did we know that there was a connection between the Riddle Machina and Roburn slash Patience? No, but we knew yeah, there was a connection the, between Roburn and Patience. The notes made that one pretty clear. That that's at least to me. I thought I, I thought it was pretty well hinted that like her closest servants are. The unknown. I can't. I'm paraphrasing. Well, we like, didn't know that was the Riddle Machina, though. But it was also kind of implied in the one of the two Shenik of "You are not Riddle Machina," <laughs> right? Because it was the "Check yourself." <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Does that mean Roperin was working for Bahalut? I don't. The Riddle Machina is something different in the gods. Maybe they under the employ. I don't know. Did she? Did your friend know what she was? Uh, I'm not sure. She had a necklace that made it so that people could see her, but not in her real form. And I mean, her parents didn't know what she was, but she. She kind of seemed like she at least knew what was happening, but I don't know if she knew. I don't know if she knew what she was exactly. Oh, darling, that don't make a lot of sense. See, the riddle mocking that their parents know exactly who they are. 
Are you saying this child didn't have parents that were of the same kind? Not according to her parents that I, well, I met her dad. Not according to her dad. That's interesting. But he also just noted that she sort of appeared one day and tried to explain who she was. He had been affected by her powers, he thought. Though that could have been a story. Why would she tell stories? It also might have been a story that she believed was true. Are the Riddle Machina bad? No, not necessarily. They just, uh, they are very old kind of people. And they, every once in a while, align themselves with causes they think, uh, is worthwhile. Not bad or good, they're just, uh, useful if manipulated. What was the Riddle Machina's connection with Vimaris and his parents again? Uh, Some of the Riddle Machina were the ones that were asking to kill Corin, the parents of Vimaris. They were the ones who hired the... Yeah, through through a couple channels, it seemed like that's the deadliest creature in existence. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, he dead. That's also the thing that that guy sort of was terrified of, because they seemed to shape and make him uh, into something that he was really scared of. Yeah. Wait, they? He was scared of the Riddle Machina because they had shaped him into something. Yeah, so if you look in uh, Neverwell's journals, uh, he starts to say, like... Uh, oh, and there's uh, some perhaps it's nothings in here. Yeah, oh, there's should've... a couple perhaps it's nothings in there. <laughs> oh, I should have reviewed all this. My desire to attain this prophecy grows. He talks about a prophecy after he meets with people. Um, and after he, after he, after I relayed the prophecy, I can no longer remember their faces, their mannerisms, their names. They are just... Whispers in the night. Perhaps it's nothing. Yeah. Nothing left. Riddles. Yeah. Yeah. And then he talks about killing Corin and and Elrura. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then it ends with, "I wasn't going to kill the child. I don't think. Why would she do this? How could she do this? Why did they make me? Is it that?" Yeah, I'm wondering if that why did they make me would have stood out to Burbage as he's considering the ways that, like, Q might said that they made him into something. And, yeah, so that's a connection that might be brewing for Burbage. I don't yeah. Know. And someone really wanting to squash the prophecy that Vimeris had or that his parents had and gave to him. Um, seems pretty intense. And I'm going to sort of gesture. So you said that the prophecies that you have heard concerned the family. They concerned Vimeris as well. I didn't know Wakari was going to be a part of it. There was a, honestly, there was kind of a blur and a faceless image where she is. 
but I, seeing her now, I recognize it. But but Vimeris was definitely here too. He's a uh, one of the dark elves, white hair, right? That's correct. Vimeris had a prophecy as well. A prophecy that the Riddle Machina seemed to want him dead for. <sighs> he never told us precisely what it was. It it came from his parents. They they gave it to him to pass down because they had I think foreseen their own deaths or understood that they wouldn't live to see it. His prophecy had to do at least partially with that, and I'm sort of gesturing out the window at the ice spire. Mm-hmm. He and and I am remembering this right because we were transitioning Jay out from playing. So like he seemed to feel like he was fulfilling his prophecy, right? When he did that. Uh, yeah, that was one of the last things he kind of said before he basically went down the well was he's all of a sudden started to feel very much like he was about to fulfill his prophecy. So I'm going to sort of, and then his last words basically to you charity were, this is it. This is, this is what I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah, he seemed to feel, I don't, well, he didn't talk to us about much of anything, really, but he didn't talk about the prophecy much, but he, he seemed to see that spire. Listen, I don't, I don't know what you're planning to do exactly, but if you can free that man, he still has a part to play, I think. At least, uh, that's what some of the visions are saying. But... And I'm gonna look at Absalon very... directly. Mm -hmm. And, I don't know. This is one of those... you, You can have me give a check if you want. I'm just trying to get the sort of gentle directness that charity can have uh-huh in your prophecy when you see us and i know that it's only feelings are we doing something good charity not only is that a good question that's the right question Those that don't want me coming here talking to you, they think you're about to do something bad. But me, sitting here now, I don't think you can do bad. I think you're gonna do what's right and good. And I just think you might save us all. And there's the inside check. <laughs> 22. With a 22, his his eyes are no longer like soft. His voice is no longer just friendly. He is, there's something genuinely pleading with you in his voice. He is a little more stern. He is a little more sure of what he's now 
talking about it seems to you. Um, all of this feels very genuine. And I was going to say, especially with Charity, I feel like Charity might recognize that from some of his past experiences with Behelet. Is this the the kind of steel right. that comes from belief? <laughs> right. It's 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 not just that. It sounds like he might have even had a question about it too, and that now he feels more resolved in it. And who doesn't want you talking to us? There's a few in Bovelia who had heard the same whispers and rumors, had some of the same visions. We don't need to speak their names. So there's another group who I need to add to the list of people who want to kill us, is what you're saying. I don't know if they want to kill you or just... uh, I'm going to kill them first. They ain't going to help you like I am. They're more, let's just uh, let the chips fall where they may. Look, I wish I could tell you exactly what your next steps are. Frankly, I don't don't know. I believe you're going to do us right. I think you're going to find a way to save your friend. And he looks to Hakari again. I think there's a reason you're still here. And if there's anything I can do to help, please trust me. I'll go where you can't. I'll talk to who you can't. I can open doors maybe where you can't. Let me be a friend. So Charity's kind of pondering, thinking on the insight checks and everything that he's said. And he's going to sort of not roll his eyes like skeptically, but you know, rolled his gaze back up to um, Absalom. A family can always use friends and offer him a hand to shake. He extends a hand, scaly and cold, but firm. Well, I'd probably help with that, considering I'm always slightly warm to the touch. (laughs) Or excessively warm, rather. (laughs) When you were dead. <laughs> Stormbringer, what if we took that first fight at the docks and then the, the later fight in the manor and instead of considering them as two separate fights, consider them as sort of one two-part fight. Huh? If you think about it that way, you didn't fail. You didn't let anybody down. In the end, we won, and it was because of you. How about that? I mean, kind of makes sense. I didn't. I didn't rest very much in between. I rested some. Right. There's a little bit of rest, but that sort of what makes it a two-part fight one but but one general confrontation slash encounter in this horribly cursed town i would just encourage you to start trying to think about it that way because granted at the time it felt like a terrible ending to something with charity dying and being taken through a portal to god knew where but then the story continued and everything was fine 
just my two cents, something to chew on. Say, Absalom, any news from Federo? Oh, Federo don't lock their doors. They don't let anyone in or out, and that includes a lot of news. They're holding up tight for something. Oh, no news getting out of Federo. Between that and what that handsome guy in the woods said to us, blanking on his name, what was his name? The guy who said that we were going to fuck next time we, we saw each other. I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> I kind of remember. He had like, there was like a minotaur with him, wasn't there? Oh, I remember the yeah. minotaur. That was fun. We arm wrestled. What was yep. his name, Andy? Um. <clears throat> Do you remember? <laughs> Insert name here. <laughs> That's what his name was. Burbage. Future Adam. He's Oh, and um, his his yeah, name Toro. was Anton. Anton, that was Anton. it. Thank you. Anton. You're welcome. Notes. Good job. I took I took notes too, but I didn't want to. So why do I keep notes if I'm not going to go back through them? Weird. Um, <laughs> Anton said to us like, "You guys got to get back to Federo as soon as possible." That was a long time ago. You're pretty sure now that, yeah, they've now sealed up everything and now it would be very, very difficult to get in or out, according to Absalom. I mean, to be oh. fair, they were kind of doing that when we left. Indeed. That sounds like an adventure, though. Sneaking back into uh, Fenero, that's that's awesome. Hey, you know what else sounds like an adventure? What? Going on a scavenger hunt. <gasps> Did you plan a scavenger hunt for my birthday, Stormbringer? Is it your birthday again? No. I just like didn't know. time this month. <laughs> like didn't know if you prepared something after the fact. You know what I mean? Theodric did. He oh. gave me this, this cool little dragonfly pin. How's that look, everybody? Look at this. And while oh, I'm... That's a pretty dragonfly. Yeah, yeah. I kind of... Uh, I'm trying to... No, I, Adam, am more curious about this dragonfly pin than, admittedly, Burbage would be, so let's just move past it. No, but there's this... Look at this bloody letter that we found with that horrible cat thing, and it's addressed to somebody we know from Federo's history, and it's a scavenger hunt. Oh, yeah. That bloody letter. You got a letter there, Sherry? Yeah, I don't know you. You can't have oh, this. No, I don't mean to. I'm sorry. I don't know you. <laughs> um, I'm not here to pry. I'm just, yeah. But Charity, you can see it. Stream might notice that Charity is seeing it right now. <laughs> uh, this was the letter that was accompanied with the two Shenik. Um, and it, someone named Y was asking, um, was asking Shenik to give up on basically whatever he was planning to do and instead go after this person and kill them. Um, and then this letter was attached to it. And it's a letter about, uh, delivering, um, some various alcohols to someone named Isrek Devier. And hey, you guys remember in the most dangerous creature who ever lives journal, how he talked about one time he met Devere 
and and Devere told him a secret when he was drunk. And I'm not going to say it because I know Charity trusts Absalom, apparently, because he's just been vomiting his guts out at him about private things. But, but... <laughs> I'm just a little, you know, I just got to warm up to you, okay, lizard man? We'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Israk Devere, Israk Devere, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the guy in the brief history of Fidero who who died in this mysterious sort of flame incident. Yeah, like your boyfriend's dad. Yeah, like that mayor. Mayor Eldon Dale. The other so, mayor you killed. Yeah, the other one I killed. Hear that, Missy? All right. <laughs> Spontaneous combustion, weird flames, fire blight, Israk Devere. Israk Devere isn't dead? We Isra also Devere. remember he was the name in Vimeris' locket. Wait, was he? According to the DM. Oh, oh. oh <laughs> he I'm, was, yeah. I'm you seeing that now in Discord. <laughs> you remember that, yeah. Is, wait, Vimeris had a locket that just had that name in it? Yeah. Was it a heart locket? No. Was it like... It, okay. it was like a little pendant locket thing that just had the name like on the back. And oh, that's so weird. Vimeris had wondered if it was his real name or what exactly? The name of his father, maybe? Maybe oh, we God. should hunt down this dead guy or... Well, he's probably dead, but that's not really a thing. So we should hunt him down, except it was a thing of charity. Well, uh, no. This Y person, who I'm just going to assume is Yizak, High Priest Yizak, uh, because right, he that's a good assumption. I hadn't made that connection. Yeah, and Chapter Two of Brief History Federo is about pre High Priest Yizak. It would be weird if Israk had nothing to do with Yizak. You know what I mean? Just sort of makes sense. Right, it's a lot of Z's. Let's just let's just run with this assumption. Um, and Yizak said in his letter to Shenik, "Right, you need to focus on an older, slower target, something more aligned to your skill set." Uh, we've intercepted a letter. So they intercepted a letter to Israk Devere. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So we need to take these directions. Right, and if you reference entry number four three four two in the most dangerous creatures who ever creature who ever lives journal, you'll see there's also a hint that I can't say because of the lizard man. Oh well, okay. that's all right. I'll just. I mean, do you, shall we? We shouldn't say it. Or I I'll don't just... know. I just. Which which number was that again? Four three four two. These aren't in. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, Devere came. To... Okay, I'm gonna whisper it to you. Hey. Okay. Uh, Absalom, cover uh, your ears. Oh okay, man. Here we go. Okay. Devere came to visit. He's an odd duck. There's a bounty on him too, but I'm not here for him yet. I just didn't have the chops. Maybe later I'll hunt him down. Mental note, after getting drunk, I heard him mention that he never gives someone the correct directions to where he is, and that if we ever need to find him, do the exact opposite of what he said. Fuck he can drink. Oh, man. So that's a hint, eh? Fuck he can drink. I don't think that hurts the hint, Burbage. <laughs> oh. Oh, which part? Oh, the directions were supposed to do the exact opposite of what he said. Okay, good hint. Stormbringer, not for nothing, but in another life, I think you would make a great researcher. 
Oh, used that's to nice. Really good research skills, making connections between different texts. Thanks. Oh, you're very welcome. All right, you can uncover your ears, Absalon. Absalon. Oh yeah, what do you need? You can uncover your ears, but you just did, I guess. Yeah. All right, so should we do that next? Is that what we're gonna do next? Next episode. I mean, I think maybe that will. Maybe we can clear even more up. Twelve miles north and of. Are you casting that spell? That's gonna make everything okay, right? So it'll be safe for us to leave the town because the spell you're casting is gonna make everything okay forever. <laughs> this is getting so bad. That's all right. We'll just move past it. Everything's gonna be and fine. Charity, Charity was preparing to shake his head, and then as soon as Stormbringer was like, "So we can leave," she's sort of like, uh-huh. "So the directions, the directions." That would lead us to Israk Devere, start with 12 miles north of Wadeven. So instead, the opposite would be like 21 inches hey, south hey, hey. of Nevedal. Remember that we don't trust the, the Absalom, or I don't anyways? Maybe don't say all those out loud. Uh, yeah, well, uh, you know, Charity shook his hand. He's sort of a friend now. Would it help if he shook your hand, Stormbringer? Here, watch. Um, oh, hey, do you want to arm wrestle, Absalom? I like arm wrestling a lot. There it is. Arm wrestle? Well, yeah. uh, I would be lying if I said I, I didn't want to do that. Good, good. I'm, I was not. Burbage is like, do it, do it. Just arm wrestle. That's a, that's a good idea. Okay, uh, let's do it. All right, he clears clears off a table, a couple beers, and he sits down um, at it. Oh, all right. You think you can uh, arm us of one of the lords of water, of, of not water deep? <laughs> you are the lords of Bovelia. I'm like Please. almost undefeated. Roburn defeated me. Let a pair on you, girly. Yeah. Let's do this. Uh, go ahead and give me a strength check. 12. I can't roll tonight. Oops. Oh, go back. Don't go to there. Oops. I'm coming back. Hold on. You left roll 20, <laughs> didn't you? I did. I don't know why. <laughs> My bad. I've done that. It's frustrating. Uh. Oh, interesting. Okay. So you're both holding your hands there. Neither of you are gaining an inch. Uh, Go ahead and make uh, another one. Wait, that was a strength save. So subtract four from that. So 19. Yeah, 19. Okay. Ooh. Uh, you're starting to push down harder on him. You're you're getting him about halfway down. Uh, go ahead and make another. 18. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, you... There's something about the cold, maybe, that's made him a little weaker and frailer than normal. Uh, you slam his uh, scaly uh, arm down onto the table, uh, so much so that one of the scales even just kind of gets lodged into the wood itself. Uh, and he's just nothing but smiles from ear to yeah! ear. Yeah! I'm the champion! Oh. That was a good wrestle, dude. You're okay. I think you're okay. We can tell you some things. But a transitive property, you just beat the king in arm wrestling. 
Wait, does that mean I'm the king now? Well, I don't know if he would recognize it, but uh, I certainly I'm do. Told, I'm going to tell him I'm the king. Oh, God. <laughs> In Charity's head, Bulvalia just got crossed off the list of places we can go. <laughs> <laughs> Add it to Digoholnia and <laughs> Federo. All right. Um, but yeah, he's all smiles. Um, and at this, he says, look, you are a good group. You don't even have to tell me what you're doing next, where you're going. I just wanted to be here and be a part of it because I believe in you. So if there's anything you need me to do, let me know how, how I can be a service. And then he looks to you, Hikari, and he winks at that. So Absalon... Yeah, darling. You don't need to leave right now, right? Oh, I could maybe spend the night, warm myself up before heading back to the to the troop. Sounds good. I'm pretty. (gasps) I'm pretty sure Hikari saw him before Burbage. (laughs) I was gonna say. Saw him first, years and years and years ago. He kind of, his like forked tongue kind of like lips, licks his lips a tiny bit. And he says, now there's room for a small fries too. Please <laughs> just don't have a threesome, you guys. <laughs> Things are going to get really awkward. That's a little too weird. Stormbringer has to watch that. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, you're right. No. Oh, no, that no, is no. perfect. That is the perfect way to help Stormbringer move on. Is it? Hikari and Burbage to have a threesome. Nope. As as Absalom says that, Charity is going to, from this very languid, laid out over chairs position, roll up to his feet, wipe down the front of his ribs. Well, that's it for me. Um, (laughs) Pleasure having met you. Tell me, Absalom, would there be any way that we might be able to contact you remotely in the future if we were to come up with something that you might be able to help us with? Wait, isn't he going to go with us on the scavenger hunt? I thought that's what this was all about. Oh, if you need me and my man, sure. If uh, you need us to do something else, or we could even just stay and protect the town, whatever you like. You've got 100 men at your disposal that you're willing to just have them do what we want them to do. They're not going to do that, Burbage. Uh, And at this, his eyes get, like, really serious, and he says, Mr. Kemp, I would do far more. I believe in this. I believe in you. Why? My particular vision was of five statues, each holding each other up. And on top of their heads was placed the world itself. I saw another vision when these statues did not exist and that world was on fire. Now I don't have a lot of learning, but I say a world on fire ain't a good thing. Yeah, that's probably true. So you need me to do something? That's fine. And he's rummaging around in his pack now and he he pulls out kind of a small um, piece of flat slate and he says 
I have another one of these in my place in Bovelia. Look, if I return there and you have this, all you got to do is write something on that slate. And on the other end, I'll be able to read it. Well, that's cool. Quite useful. A lot of utility in something like that. But I got all kinds of useful things. How far is Bavalia from here? Or like if he's from... If, I remember that there's like the kingdom of Bavalia, which I think we might actually be in. Um, yes. And then there's like Bavalia city, Bavalia, which is presumably right. where he's referring to. Um, yep. How far is that from here? It's kind of... Um, it's not that far. It's sort of the city sort of south uh, along the coast. Oh, yes, I can see it's southeast along the coast yeah. here. Okay, so he's probably heading back that way. He has 100 men here. What is the state of the defenses of the town at this point? Of this town? Yeah. Um, you've been able to sort of um, mold stone well enough uh, to really make sure that the the gates and the, the walls are really solid. There's just not a lot of people to actually man the walls. Um, Aideen has been doing her best trying to, you know, train a few of the townsfolk. But again, these are mostly merchants and farmers. And right now you're not trusting a lot of mercenaries to help. And this is and this is within Bavalia, which he is a lord of. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, Charity Maiko, thank you. This will be most helpful. I assume this is secure from potential prying eyes? Oh, quite. Yeah. And do you think it would be possible for you to leave some men here to help oversee the protection of the town? These are... These are good people, and they have suffered much recently. Uh, and in this, he gets a little quieter, and he kind of looks around the room... I believe that this town also has a part yet to play. It would be my honor to have my men protect it. Charity will bow to him. As for now, this town holds one of my family, and I feel myself in some amount of debt to it. Though they say we have saved it, I also feel we have done fear we have done harm to it. It would set my mind at ease to know that they were safer. Just let me know who they can take orders from, and I'll leave 50 of my best men. I'll sort of nod with my chin over towards Aideen. All right, yeah, she raises the mug. She should be able to uh, ensure that their efforts are well spent. Mm. That's excellent. I'll talk to her before I go. In the morning. And then he winks at Hikari again. Charity's just going Okay, that's um, You have fun And Sounds good, we can check in In the morning I'm going to Get as far away from comments about There's room for the little ones too As possible But but Charity, the rules are That Hikari can't be Out of my sight Along with the rest of you Stormbringer, I never been in a tiefling sandwich before. What? <laughs> to Stormbringer? I'm just saying, if Charity want to join. Hey, stop <laughs> inviting people. Into uh, the darling, pit. But I'm, I know. I'm sorry. 
darling, you're enough. I'm just, I don't want to leave your friends out. If, uh, if they so inclined. This is okay to leave my friends out of. (laughs) Charity at this point has gotten over to eat. Offense to any of you. Please. To Aideen. Can we, can we, can we get out of here before I don't, I don't know. I think it would end up with like seven people. Sorry. That's fine. Sorry. On their behalf. Trust me, they do not respond well to the prospects of family orgies. I've been there. I feel like it's kind of explained by that phrase, family orgy. <laughs> yeah. Just... See, she does take so things wrong. literal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well. Oh, you mean a figurative orgy. What's, yeah, a, what's a figurative orgy? An orgy with lots of figures in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> figures who call themselves a family, but aren't actually biologically family. I feel like we've been over this before. Huh. All right. <laughs> Getting frustrated. Where's Wolfie? Wolfie! You hear like a... <laughs> from the back of the kitchen. Jesus! <laughs> Bushy tentpole's going to fall apart with him as the bartender. I just know it. <laughs> Don't laugh, it's not funny. He's uh, insulting you. Uh, okay, okay, Akari, you can have sex with him out of my sight, but if you're not you. in the morning, this is not happening again. This is the one time if, if things don't go good. Okay. Absalon is just wide-eyed, huh? <laughs> what time is it, Andy? What time is it now? Uh, it's probably about seven in the evening. Um, the the bar's starting to get a few more patrons in. Well, I don't know when you guys are planning on doing that, but before that, before we all disperse, here is everybody's candle for the candle festival. And I hand everybody in my vicinity one of the candles that I bought earlier. Is right. the candle festival like one night or is it like a uh, week? Like no, it'll be or? it'll be starting next week. It'll be for a week. Um, but that but kid asked that, me. Yeah, up until yeah. that point, uh, you can light candles um, for people, but you generally the tradition is to light one per night. Can each of us light one candle? If you have one, yeah. All of you have a candle now. We can each light light it for whoever you think of. You don't even have to share it. Just somebody that we wish well on. Uh huh. Yeah. I'll be all full disclosure. I'll be lighting mine for that kid earlier, I guess, because he asked me to. But you guys don't have to share. All right. <laughs> yeah, Absalon will take a candle and uh, he'll light it uh, as well, and he'll uh, sort of nod at Hakari a little bit. Okay. Well, that's you. Obviously, were thinking about Hakari and and fucking her later. Oh, you don't know that. You don't know that. You were looking at her while you lit your candle and you sort of looked off. <laughs> You're so mad. Uh, listen, mon ami, just be cool, okay? Be cool. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I'm never going to get any Theodic on these adventures, am I? Yeah, when was the last time Burbage got laid? Ever. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, Wait, is he, has he had sex in our campaign? No, not, not in this campaign. <laughs> wow. Not, he not has since tried. I met you guys. He's just bad about. luck. <laughs> oh damn it charity's gonna charity's gonna i assume that you sort of just like were not tossing the candles around randomly but like setting them out and people were passing them around um yeah, yeah. charity's gonna take the candle and 
quietly, especially while uh, Stormbringer is distracted by the logistics of not watching Hakari have sex, but how to watch everyone else, um, etc. And step outside and kind of motion with his uh, head at uh, Aideen. Yeah. Yeah, she'll follow you. And slowly make his way into the center of town and light the candle and set it sort of in a snowbank next to the uh, ice tower. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. And and then uh, take Adian's hand and hold it. Oh. You, you don't see, but she kind of turns her head away and it smiles brightly. So now in addition to Stormbringer trying to figure out how to not watch Hikari have sex, she also will at some point probably realize that Charity isn't there. Yeah, have, <laughs> when do I notice? Uh, about this point, you look kind of look around the room and Charity and Nadine have stepped outside. Where's Charity? Burbage will, will actually have been like anticipating her panic and he'll just calmly yeah. like gesture toward the door and I guess offer to go out with her to where Burbage saw Charity go. Maybe. Yeah, we gotta go get it. Is that healthy? Oh my god, should Burbage be enabling <laughs> her behavior? <laughs> I mean like I don't I'm trying to walk that line. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> Or yeah, like so. So Burbage will t- like take her to the door, and he'll just kind of like. You can kind of see into the square from one of the windows over here. So yeah, maybe you just take her to the window yeah. and, and just show them that they're holding hands by the uh, by the. So I'm just yeah. I'm just standing there watching him the whole time <laughs> in the window, just going yeah. through the window. <laughs> well, it seems like at least a, a healthy step forward that she doesn't have to be out there. <laughs> It's a healthy step forward that you're not in a headlock being dragged to the square right now, Burbage. Exactly. Yeah. She yeah. gave permission to, permission to Hakari, not you. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, and Hakari, would you go upstairs with uh, Lord Absalon Frey? Yeah, well, everyone's distracted and before Burbage starts screaming again, yes. All right, you <laughs> grab his hand and you quickly sort of move him upstairs. Yeah, we get another room. Okay, yeah, you get a, you get your Obviously. own room, which is different than yeah yes. the normal one that Stormbringer's <laughs> making everyone stay in. Um. Ugh. Oh god! <laughs> and the beast force music. <laughs> Burbage is flagging down Missy, and he's gonna say, "Did you see what what, what happened? Hakari's with that reptilian guy. Hakari got with him. It's not even with either of us. Can you believe it?" I'm gonna get my throat slit. She's just like smiling really hard and like, I know. She's the greatest. That Hakari. Yes. So happy for her. So you like lizard guys, eh? Oh, I'm so pin yeah. Yeah, of course. Why? What's your history with lizard guys? Uh, I don't. I don't have one. I just think they're pretty. We met one in Diefield. We went to Diefield and we met one there. 
and he sat, he, he recited sort of a cool little poem at my birthday party. Oh, that's nice of <laughs> that random stranger to have done that for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's great. Of I think I think what? I think he mentioned he, he mentioned someone named named Missy. I think I think either if I wasn't there, uh, I found out at my birthday party someone said it to me. Yeah, is that you? Are you the Missy he was talking about? Would you like a drink, oh, Mr. Kemp? I was going to give this one to Hikari, but I think you should drink it instead. <laughs> I'll take it. Is it a beverage, Kemp? Uh, yes. It's a beverage Thank for you Kemp. Very much. All right, but it's not the drink that I invented. It's called the beverage, Kemp. No. All right, I'll drink it anyway. Fine. Uh, give me a constitution saving throw. I knew it, that bitch. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, with advantage. She just roofied you. Oh, yeah, but wait. Is this an old thing that I earned? Was having advantage on constitution saving throws? Uh, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Which might have give you some advantage on a very particular type of saving throw. <laughs> 15. Oh, yeah, against poison, right? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, after a couple, after just a couple minutes of downing that drink, um, you just kind of feel weak and like a little lightheaded. Um, it seems like your blood pressure is like really, really low. And if you were to do any strenuous activity, you might just pass out. That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. Burbage doesn't have any kind of sense of that that was like poisoned. For him, it was like a really strong drink, probably. Yeah, it just might be a strong drink. Okay, great. Awesome. He's digging that. Anyway, hey, that concludes tonight's episode of Goats and Dragons. <laughs> if you enjoyed this and are curious to see where the story goes, please follow us on Twitch where we are simply Helpful Goat or subscribe on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. We are a small independent game design firm. Could really use your support. Uh, if you'd like to know more about us, our streams, our company, or our upcoming projects, you can visit helpfulgoat.com. Follow us on Twitter at helpfulgoat, or check out our Facebook page at helpfulgoat. Um, thank you so much for listening. We immensely appreciate it. And from all of us on Goats and Dragons, we wish you an excellent evening. Good night, and we love you. Missy's our new bad guy. Good night. She's definitely not. She's fine. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. And we're out. Yay. That was sweet. That I love it. It was fun. That was good. Felt sloppy and rusty at times, but for the most part. No, no. It was yeah, good. I feel like by the cool. end, we were all kind of back in the swing of it. We were, getting, oh, we were yeah. definitely getting back into the swing of it. I think it was also kind of nice to have it in this kind of expositional episode. Yeah. Which... You can only make so smooth. Yeah. yeah. And we basically, we, we kind of had to do the same thing after the last break that we took. We yeah. Had that meeting. You guys put together a ton of shit, too. That was impressive. Well done. So it sounds like you have a way forward. Um, yeah. Sounds like you're going to try to kind of go track down Israk Devere. See what, yeah, uh, see what all that's about. I guess he's alive. So it sounds like Maybe. we have a way forward based on the episode name, A Way Forward. So we're outperforming The Stranger Beckons. 
Yes. <laughs> A way forward, part four. We managed not to derail this fun. This has been Goats and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time.